0: Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program and today is day 323 and that means we're reading a brand new book in Haggai chapter 1 and 2, then we're into James chapter 2 and we finish off with Psalm 133. Now Haggai was a prophet sent by God to encourage and spur on the temple rebuild. He rebuked their comfortable living and called them to honour God by building the temple. The Lord's house was not to be forsaken as the people pursued earthly comfort. Rather, the people were to be devoted to building the temple first and foremost. Notice verse 13 in chapter 1. As the people obey, the Lord will be with them and bless their efforts to honour him. Now, in these two chapters, we learn about the pursuit of God's kingdom and the blessings that flow from there. When we apply this to our own lives, the simplest application is this. If we pursue the world, we'll never have enough. If we pursue Christ, he will make us overflow with blessing. Not necessarily physical blessing, but an eternal reward that will never fade. Now, as we head into James chapter 2, James continues to give us both practical and spiritual guidance in how a Christian ought to live. Firstly, the matter of partiality. Clearly, as anything, verse 9, partiality is a sin. What do we mean by that? Well, if we treat someone differently because of their status or their wealth, or their skin colour, or anything else that we perceive makes someone different, then that is us choosing who we shall love rather than loving all our neighbours. This doesn't mean we accept how people live or accept their sin. Rather, this means we show an equal love to all people with the love that Jesus loved us with. When we apply this to the church, we're to lovingly welcome all in. There should be no saved seat, no special treatment for anybody. Rather, everyone is welcomed in love. Again, this doesn't mean we don't teach the Bible, letting it convict us and challenge us and transform us. Rather, our attitude toward one another should be one of equality. The second half of this chapter talks about faith, specifically the argument of whether faith saves you or whether good works saves you. What we find is that, yes, it is faith in Christ that brings about our salvation, but we prove that salvation by our transformed nature. Our lives should reflect the salvation we find in Jesus. Therefore, we are new creations, transformed to do good works for the sake of the gospel. In essence, those with faith will produce good fruit. And if you're not producing good fruit, then there needs to be a spiritual health check done. Faith and works go hand in hand. Faith saves, and works prove. And I think often when we have this conversation, we go immediately to, well, they're not doing this, so that must mean they're not a Christian. I would simply say, let us not use this as a pointing finger situation, but let us look at our own lives and see how our faith produces works. Now, let's finish off with Psalm 133. We have a verse in this psalm that is often applied incorrectly. Verse 1 talks about how good it is for brothers to dwell in unity or another translation might have it as dwell together. Now this verse is usually used to justify a compromise of belief or even a compromise of God's word. For it brings disunity then it must be bad for this verse sees unity as good. Yet look at how Psalm 133 describes this unity. There's a reference to Aaron the high priest when he was anointed for God's service. It is like the dew each morning, that mercy from God that never fades. True unity is something that comes from God. It is anointed by him and it's anointed through his word. Therefore, Psalm 133 is telling us how good it is when we serve God and when we live under his mercy. When we live through his word, when we do this together, we will find true unity. I would encourage us not to have a a sham unity, one where nobody actually believes in anything except what will bring agreement. True unity can only be found in and through the anointing of God himself. Let's pray for that unity today. Father, we pray that we would be united in your word, that it would be your word that would be central to our faith. And Father, we pray that that faith produces good works as proof of that faith. Father, we pray that as the whole church body, as we are united together, working together, producing those great works of the gospel, we pray that it would be evident in our efforts of evangelism that many would be added to our number day by day by your grace and mercy. And so we pray this in your name. Amen.